0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Stephen Reichlin is the author of The Barbecue Bible, How to Grill, Planet Barbecue, and six more live fire cookbooks that have won James Beard and IACP awards. He's written for The New York Times, Esquire, Food and Wine, and Bon Appetit. And he teaches Barbecue University classes at the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs. And he's joining me today to talk about his latest book. It's called Project Smoke, Seven Steps to Smoked Food Nirvana. And he's joining me today on Amy's Table. Hi, Stephen. How are you?
1: Good morning, Amy. I'm great. How are you?
0: Good. You know, every time you write another book, we get an opportunity to chat with you on the show, and you inspire me more than I think I can easily tell you. I end up diving into your books for quite some time after our interviews, and this one has me, pardon the pun, all fired up. (laughs) (laughs) But tell me, you know, okay, so Project Smoke, how does this differ from grilling or barbecuing?
1: Well, you know, grilling is a a direct live-fire method over high heat. And what you grill is a steak, a chop, a burger, something that cooks quickly. Uh, Smoking is traditionally done at a much lower temperature for a much longer period of time. Uh, And in between grilling and smoking, you find true barbecues, a true barbecue epitomized by Kansas City ribs or Texas brisket. Again, the method is indirect. Again, the temperature is uh, lower, the cooking time longer. Uh, But one of the paradoxes is that while all barbecue is smoked, not all smoked foods are barbecue. Think about smoked salmon or beef jerky or bacon. So uh, what inspired me to write this book was that you know, while I've written extensively about grilling and barbecue, there's a lot about smoking that I had never really considered or written about before.
0: And it seems like smoking is approachable uh, to the home cook, whether you buy a smoker or there's so many other alternatives too. But I'm curious, you know, what is the history behind smoked food? I can understand somebody realizing, hey, I throw meat on the fire, I get it. But to to cook with smoke or to infuse with smoke or flavor with smoke, can you tell me a little bit about the history of it?
1: Absolutely. Well, first of all, if you think about the sort of broad history of cooking, so the first way we cooked was by grilling, uh, probably by throwing a hunk of meat right in the fire, uh, a style that I still call caveman-style cooking. Shortly thereafter, I'm sure our prehistoric ancestors noticed that if, uh, the, if meat was hung on a stick, next to downwind of a smoky fire, you had fewer bugs, fewer flies, fewer mosquitoes because smoke wards all of these pests away. And so uh, smoking had a tendency to preserve food, keep it from spoiling. But also, when you tasted it, it was delicious. You know, smoke added an aesthetic component uh, as well. Uh, There are traces of prehistoric smoke houses at various archaeological digs in Europe. Hmm. Uh, If you read the ancient Greeks, the ancient Romans, they were masters of smoke. I mean, in fact, You know, we live in sort of about the only hundred years of all of human history where you can preserve food by freezing or refrigeration. Prior to that, smoking was absolutely essential for preserving food. Now, today we no longer need its preservative properties, but we've acquired a taste and passion for smoked food that is very ancient indeed. Well,
0: you know, it's funny. I was mentioning to my producer the smoked eggs in the book, and I thought, mmm, that sounds so good. And he said, yeah, but are they fully cooked? And it's funny, you know, how does smoking cook food?
1: Well, first of all, not all smoking does cook food. Uh, And smoking actually is a catch-all phrase that embraces a wide variety of techniques uh... there is hot smoking where you both smoke and cook the food one example of that would be let's say brisket there's what i call warm smoking where you smoke the food and cook it somewhat something like bacon where you need to work at a low temperature or else you will melt out all the fat uh... but there's also a technique called cold smoking where you smoke the food without cooking it and if you think of uh, a delicacy like a scottish style smoked salmon i mean that is smoked but it's not cooked in the case of eggs, you do actually start with cooked uh, eggs. I start with hard-boiled eggs, uh, and then they are smoked in, uh, smoked after they are hard-boiled. Uh, and uh, it's an absolutely fabulous dish. You know, it's also it's interesting. It turns up all over the world. I was introduced to smoked eggs, smoked eggs in Israel, where there's a an inn called the Aubert Shulamet in Rosh Pina, where they smoke eggs and they make a sort of uh, egg pate uh fast forward mm. to Alabama, where i had uh smoked hard bo- smoked deviled eggs fantastic recipe uh or to noma restaurant you know the the name the best restaurant in the world by San Pellegrino for four years straight they serve smoked quail eggs and they're actually served on a nest of smoking hay mm
0: oh. Fun. <laughs> super,
1: yeah, super <laughs> delicious. You know, and I, I mean, I'm so glad you brought up eggs because for many of us, I kind of our smoked, uh, the, the, the smoke day, you know, the sun rises on uh, on bacon. It sets on uh, pulled pork or brisket. But you can smoke smo- so many different foods and, and smoke. I call it the umami of barbecue. You know, it just brings this amazing quality to, uh, to foods wherever, uh, whichever ones are smoked. Case in point. Uh on my website page, uh, the blog this week, barbecuebible.com, it's on smoked ice cream. Well, smoked ice cream, I mean oh, how crazy how crazy is that. But you know, what it does to vanilla ice cream is it sort of uh it turns it into a, a, a fire roasted marshmallow or some more. Oh
0: yum. If you're yeah. just joining us, we're speaking with Stephen Reichlin about his latest book, Project Smoke. Well, that's it. In the book, you smoke so many things that I think people don't think about. And when I opened the page to, in fact, I've got it tabbed right now, when I opened the book to the smoked cocktail, I've got to tell you what I did. I immediately grabbed a handheld smoker. I bought one. It should be waiting for me at my desk today. And I cannot wait to smoke a cocktail. But ice cream, eggs, cocktails, I mean, there's so many ways to add the smoke flavor. What if somebody doesn't have a a smoker, per se? How can we... Add smoke flavor.
1: Okay, so very good question. So let's, uh, first of all, the biggest group, if you own a, uh, a charcoal kettle grill, like a Weber kettle, you own a smoker. All you need to do is use half as much charcoal, set up the grill for indirect grilling, toss wood chips or chunks on the coals, and you've got a smoker. Uh, if you are condo or apartment bound, uh, there are two excellent stovetop smokers. One is the Cameroon Stovetop Smoker Cooker, it looks like a rectangular metal Box. You put uh, hardwood sawdust in the bottom, food on a rack in the uh, smoke chamber, and for uh, another model is the Nordicware uh smoking kettle. It looks like a pot with a domed lid. Again, hardwood sawdust in the bottom, uh, food on the rack. Uh, at top. And finally, these handheld smokers. Uh, One model is the smoking gun, another's the Aladdin, you know, think bong that fires hickory smoke instead of the stuff that Bill Clinton didn't inhale. (laughs) Uh, There's a rubber hose that uh, that uh, transfers the smoke to a bowl covered with plastic wrap. Uh, You can use it to smoke ice cream, smoke mayonnaise, which is absolutely fantastic, Mm. smoke sour cream. I mean, you name it, we smoke it.
0: I love, I just love that. I mean, really. And, and so what if somebody gets a little carried away and they do, uh, uh, let's, I'm just making this up a BLT and they've got smoked bacon. They put smoke on the mayo. Is there a point where it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't want to smoke every single element of a dish. And what do you think are some of the best compliments to what flavor profiles are the best compliments to smoked foods?
1: Okay. Well, great question. uh, Because, and particularly if you happen to have a Y chromosome, uh, here's how the male brain works. It says (laughs) some is good, more is better. Right? So if some smoke is good, more is better. If you, you know, adding one and a half cups of wood chips every hour for eight hours. That's good. Let's add all 12 cups the first five minutes because that's better. And in fact, uh, more is not always better with smoking. Uh, much, much better, first of all, to dose it out little by little. And uh, also remember that, uh, you know, too much is too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, on that BLT, so here's how I make my BLT, okay? I smoke the mayonnaise. That's astonishing. I cook the bacon on the grill. Remember, bacon is smoked already. Mm-hmm. You don't need to smoke it a second time. I butter and grill the bread. No need to smoke the bread, although you can. Uh I let's see, the tomatoes I keep raw and fresh, the lettuce I keep raw and fresh. Might there might be uh an avocado, ripe avocado thinly sliced, uh and added to the B L T. Uh, but if you use a combination of smoking and grilling for a BLT, it's, mm. you know, you, you take a bite and you'll hear the angels sing Hosanna.
0: I know. I sort of, I'm just, des- you're describing it and I'm hearing the angels. I mean, that sounds so good to me. Well, one of the things that you talk about in the book are the seven key steps to smoking nirvana. And I know we probably don't have time for all seven, but tell me some of the important steps to smoking nirvana.
1: Well, you know, the first step is to pick your smoker. And I I, I often say that smoking is easy, but it's not simple. What I mean by that is that unlike grills, which all kind of function the same way, there are many different types of smokers, pellet smokers, uh, barrel smokers, uh, offset smokers, ceramic cooker smokers, and each one works a different way. So uh, in the book, I lay out the various families of smokers, pluses and minuses of each. You need pick your smoker. The next chapter, the next step is to select the proper tools.
0: Uh, the
1: third is the flavorings. Remember, with smoked foods, like with grilled foods, grilled foods, you can use a rub, you can use a cure, you can use a marinade. One technique that enters into smoking a lot is brining, uh, marinating foods in a saline solution. And if you think about Uh, kippered salmon, that is brined, or a smoked turkey, which has a tendency to dry out during Mm -hmm. a prolonged smoking period, that's brined. Um, Knowing when the food is done, picking your wood, dosing your wood, I mean, these all go into uh, the seven steps of smoking nirvana. And, you know, unlike grilling, I think where everybody sort of a 2017, 16, everybody knows something about grilling. Smoking still represents a new uh, horizon for many people. So I've really tried to break it down as uh, into the rudimentary steps.
0: And and you really did. Again, if you're just joining us, it's Stephen Reichlin's book, Project Smoke. And it really, it is like a textbook. And I thought, I've got to sit down and really read this from beginning to end and not just skip right to the recipes, which I often will do. But, I mean, so many good ideas, so many fun ways to add smoke to your home cooking. And I'm going to put a link to all of Stephen's information, thebarbecuebible.com, the name of the book, and maybe even a recipe from it. But I always love speaking to you. I, I always get so inspired, and thank you for doing this one. It's very timely for all of us and our interest in smoke.
1: Well, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, you can also watch these lessons on television with my new Project Smoke TV show on PBS.
0: Oh, fantastic. I'll be tuning in. That's great. Well, Stephen Wright thanks, thanks for joining us on Amy's Table. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q102.